0: Right. Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Heels in a Face Wrestling Podcast. I am in the new office of Chris Romero, and we're together now. Chris, how are you? We are
1: together. We're back. New place. Same podcast.
0: Oh, that was nice. Yeah. It's been it's been a little bit, like, man, we haven't seen each other. Uh, we had a divide and conquer strategy this weekend. You were sick, uh, but yep. you've been like real I mean, because last week we were remote.
1: That's right. Mm-hmm. So I was extremely busy last week. You covered with. Uh, with Peck, right?
0: Yes, I think that was that last that, that week. Was,
1: that was that was a while, like a couple, maybe two weeks ago. Yeah, that was maybe. two. Yeah, it's been a while though. So, and you went out to Zello Pro this weekend. Yes, I was at Freelance.
0: Yes, you were at Freelance, um, which was a very very good show. I heard a lot of cool crazy stuff going on. Obviously, wrestling with unicorns has all the clips to get you caught up, and you can go to where you, where can you go.
1: Wrestlingwithunicorns.org. You can find uh, there. They have a section uh, where you could see some other Instagrams, so you can see the latest clips out there. Mm-hmm. And you could also navigate your way to the merch section. Absolutely. And, you know, pick up a wrestling with unicorns T-shirt or maybe a two heels and a face pin.
0: Yeah, the pins are like right around the corner, right?
1: Yep they're they're almost here. So you they're have- in
0: Wisconsin. No, I don't know where they're. <laughs> they
1: are. They're on their way. Uh, you could pre-order online. At this point, you could just order them. And next wrestling show, I'll be carrying them with. Um, and you can, you know, get your two heels in a face pins.
0: Yeah, fuck shipping. No one likes shipping. Right. Get that shit out of here. Excuse my <laughs> language. Um, but also, and then if you want to watch a show on powerbomb.tv, TV, use the promo code Freelance twenty days free. You can catch that show. I was at Zello, which happened on Sunday. Uh, so. April and May have been very, very busy in terms of independent and the Chicago independent scene. And like if you if you're just listening to this, this is something that I kinda want us to do like regularly. If you're just if this is your first time tuning into two Heels and a Face Wrestling podcast, just know that our gimmick, you could say, is that wrestling is a buffet. We talk about all different types of things, and we also give back to the people out there giving us really, really great local matches. So the Chicago independent scene. Um, and so April and May were chock full of really great independent wrestling in the Chicagoland area. AEW, Freelance, Zello, Warrior Wrestling, Freelance Underground, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So we're gonna get we're gonna we have some snack size episodes coming up about the freelance show that you went to, Chris, and about the yep. Zello show that I went to uh, this past Sunday. And we but we're gonna get back to a little bit of the um the buffetness, the spontaneity the randomness not the wrestling talking randomness that's another great show but you can
1: check out out on facebook exactly mostly on fridays yes yes yeah yes and
0: it's sporadic (laughs) just just click to follow them and you'll you'll get like or there's a way you can get notifications so do that and then you'll know when they're live um we're gonna get back to like a lot of the buffet line this um we're gonna be scheduling some uh interview or some buffet line recordings with yeah yeah, with some fans um, and then also, we want to put out some evergreen content. The real Jeremy Zaha said, "Hey, your stuff is great, but it's all based on events and shows that are going on. Can we talk about some things that are everlasting, evergreen?" Uh, so we're gonna have we're gonna have a little bit of divide and conquer strategy. where We might record by ourselves, and then you're gonna hear the recordings kind of mixed together in a good way. And we're gonna talk about some DVDs, a comic that was sent to us, et cetera, et cetera, and kind of mix in the randomness uh, and the buffet-ness that we like yeah, to talk you're about. You're
1: gonna get some plates with no expiration date how about that
0: Ooh, right yeah. so that means they're filled with preservative preservatives <laughs> yeah and they're very bad for you but we eat them anyways <laughs>
1: oh absolutely
0: absolutely just like taco bell Taco Bell, like that's supposedly <laughs> that's a
1: perfect example right there <laughs> the
0: lowest grade meat that you could ever find and uh, i'm chowing down on that every day not every day uh,
1: i gotta admit the other day i swung by taco bell by myself no way and i picked up a cheesy gordita crunch with chicken
0: Per my recommendation? Yes,
1: because that's the only thing I could remember. With, off the with chicken. Because uh, uh, I think the, the choice was chicken or beef. Yeah, that's a nice... So I chose chicken. Wow, yeah. that's
0: a nice wild card switch up by you, but yeah, I'm proud of you yeah, for yeah, that order. It was decent. Wow, yeah. great. Um, but yeah, we're going to jump into an interview right now.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're going to talk with our friend Steve from Warrior Wrestling. Um, as you know, they ran our fir- their first show on May 11th, uh, and it was a stacked card. And we already did a recap on that and you know some some uh you heard some of the the fans that came out and were able to sit with us and and you know we were there in the fan at the fan fest uh, but <laughs> i now thought you
0: at the fat fest oh, no <laughs> i'm just a little sick but
1: <laughs> no so steve will you know this is kind of we're calling this the the war wrestling aftermath and just kind of getting his thoughts after um, you know, after everything is said and done, like yeah. what's next with Warrior Wrestling? That's a good
0: title. And also, I think we should probably. Why don't we also double down here on some Warrior Wrestling? And why don't we also combine this with our our audio on uh, with um, Mo from Wrestling Audio? Yeah, that's. Do you right. want to combine these two? Let's yeah, combine we'll, these two interviews. Yeah,
1: we'll we'll combine those, and uh, it should be a good listen. Good, Great quick listen.
0: The Warrior Wrestling aftermath. So, without further ado, take it
1: away. So, Steve. We had Warrior Wrestling, and it was one heck of a show. Um, Thank you very much. We kept hearing really good things about it. But we want to know what was your experience like? You put this thing together from beginning to end. Um, What was that like? Um,
2: It was crazy. You know, it was uh, all of the lead up was a whole lot of logistics and a whole lot of coordination. I was basically a a travel agent for eight weeks leading up to the show. And, um, we had a lot of things uh, happen at the last minute. You know, we had a wrestler who had to cancel for travel issues. We had a wrestler get injured. We had a whole bunch of switches and changes and, you know, any, any small thing that could go wrong during the day did people missing their pickup points, people not showing up. Um, so we had a, a performer who went to the wrong Catholic high school and, called oh. and was like, I'm at door 18. And I was like, I'm at door 18. Where are you? And he was like, I'm at Marist High School, and it was like, different high school. So um, <laughs> literally all the crazy things that could, uh, could go wrong in the day did, and we expected that. You know, we planned for chaos. Um, but once the show itself got rocking and rolling, um, it was just absolutely incredible to see all, A, first of all, all the people that were there. We were just blown away by... Um, all the fans of all different you know, shapes and sizes and stripes and walks of life from the diehard indie fans to mm-hmm. families literally from down the street who walked up to school to get a ticket and come to the show, which was really, really cool. Um, and, and just to feel that energy throughout the night was really, really cool. And I talked to a lot of families and fans at intermission and I talked to a lot of people after the show. And obviously everybody's going to be nice because I'm the principal and I'm the promoter, but generally people were going out of their way to say that they really enjoyed themselves, uh, really enjoyed the show. Um, During the show itself, I was running around like a chicken with my head cut off, doing a million different things backstage and at the production table. So people would ask me, like, oh, what did you think of this match? And my response was always, I'll tell you when I see it (laughs) because I saw maybe – you know, 10% or 20% of most of the matches. But now that I've been able to to sit back and kind of watch all the footage that we recorded of it, um, I'm just I'm blown away by the efforts of all the performers. I think they did a phenomenal job in the ring. I think all the different types of matches played together pretty well. I was thrilled that the crowd stayed with us all night. Uh, So a lot of people early on were like 10 matches. It's going to be a lot. The crowd's going to die. It's going to drag. And we tried to keep as tight a pacing as we could. And generally by the end of the night, we were really happy. And the crowd was on fire for the main event. So Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Long-winded way to say, all in all, I'm pretty darn happy. We raised some money for the school. We're still kind of tabulating all the – putting all the different revenue streams and things together to get final numbers. But it was enough of a success that my boss at school gave us the green light and the thumbs up to do it again. So all in all, I would say it was a really positive experience.
0: So since you did watch it back, what are some matches that stuck out to you?
2: Um, I was I really loved, as, as an indie wrestling fan myself, I thought the Brian Cage-Eddie Edwards match was fantastic as far as just pure in-ring wrestling and just having the crowd on the edge of their seats. Uh, I thought that was really high-quality back-and-forth wrestling. Loved the fluidity of the Lucha match between Dos Caras and Phantasma, and, and the crowd was really on fire for that. Right. Um, you know, Hornswoggle is so over, and, and obviously the Hornswoggle Ellsworth Frank <laughs> match is, was meant to be kind of a fun and games match, and and it was, and the the, the families just went nuts for him. And then you know the main events. You know, we we asked everybody when they bought tickets. One of the questions on the site was, who are the wrestlers that you really want to see that are you know motivating you to buy a ticket for the show. And we are going through the data this week uh, because it just dumps into a giant Excel spreadsheet, and, and I want to say something like 75% of people who bought a ticket checked Alberto Del Rio or Alberto Patrón. And so, right. seeing the energy when he came out at the end, um, even despite you know some of the controversy he'd had in the several weeks leading up to the show with the issues with Impact and whatnot, people were just on fire to see him. And he and Swagger with Ricardo and Adonis had a really fun. You
1: know, street fight, hardcore, no rules style match. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> and then I mean, during the, the VIP Fan Fest, uh, Charlie and I were talking about this, that Alberto De Rios or El Patron's line was extremely long. And he waited yeah. there until he signed every every piece of whatever people were bringing up to him. Mm-hmm. And he took pictures with everybody. Like, he he was really nice guy. So that was that was good to see.
2: Yeah, and I've told everybody this throughout the entire process. He and his people have been super helpful, 100% professional, and he said over and over again, whatever you guys need. He said it several times that night, whatever you guys need, any autographs for the kids, any whatever, whatever you guys need. And so he lived up to it. He he was great to work with. Absolutely. Um, it would be, and not that uh, this
0: is your, your um, if you want to divulge this, but w- we weren't keeping we weren't in uh deep in the in the analytics like you were, and that's cool that you have that because I think that shows that you're you care and, and you care about the success of these future shows because you're looking at all that so that's great is we've got a lot of people that say that were happy that Santana Garrett was there specifically yes. that was one that that stuck out to us. Did the data
2: or analytics
0: show that as well
2: um not that. Not not to a large extent. Um, there's okay. definitely a, a subset of people who are just super, super happy to see Santana. And I think there's maybe five or six guys on Twitter who said something about that every week leading up to the show for like six weeks. And hopefully right. they got to meet her at the fan FanFest. Um, but people were definitely excited to see Santana and some of the performers. But the overwhelming ones, uh, Alberto... Pentagon, and Phoenix. Ultimately, Phoenix wasn't able to be with us because of travel issues, but it was Alberto, Pentagon, and Phoenix were the three biggest ones far and away.
0: Yeah, and I think that that was evident by, I think in our last recording, Chris said that Penta literally sold the shirt off of his back because he ran out of (laughs) merchandise. Yeah. So, uh, people were buying masks and probably would have bought his shoes off of them if he was offering them.
2: Yeah, he was... Uh, he was huge and and uh, you know i don't hopefully this doesn't diminish any of his lore but i will say he's the nicest guy in the world to work with uh on the mm-hmm. production you know i mean which he's he's a terrifying presence of a monster in the ring and once he's all you know <laughs> in full gear and in makeup but backstage nicest guy you ever met and so just we're we're thrilled to have worked with him and uh looking forward to doing it again
0: great any any uh feedback on the Obviously the show was a success and a hit. Any feedback on like the fan fest? Did you hear any good success stories of like people uh meeting someone that they wanted to or any directly from the students that you teach on a daily basis?
2: Yeah, so some of our kids um at the school were really really excited about the whole setup. So the fan fest was they were kind of like in wonderland, but even more so than the kids in high school, a lot of the kids that we know in grade school, so like our students' younger siblings or the kids of some of our teachers and staff members were just on cloud nine. And I think you guys actually got to talk to the son of our assistant athletic director, head basketball coach, Casey, who's the kid with the glasses and the mop of hair who's just like a savant about wrestling and about basketball and about all things in life. Um, and yes, so those, and those, Fortnite. Those kids, we'll forget Fortnite. There's, and Fortnite, yes. There's of course, every boy <laughs> from 8 to 18 is a, a master of. So yeah, so I think definitely there were kids in our school who were super happy to have met um, the various wrestlers, but the little kids were far away uh, the biggest kid demographic there and the ones who were just
1: beside themselves to be part of the whole thing. Great. Uh, and one of the things that I've noticed definitely were that the involvement of the the kids that attend the school. So I saw uh, some, some kids were, uh, or teenagers, I should say. Uh, sure you know doing some camera work some teenagers you know setting up tables at the merch table like they were really involved so i thought that was pretty cool
2: yeah it was a cool opportunity so the kids doing all the video actually are in our tv and video production class like this was a class project for them i mean they volunteered as like an extra thing but they were all interested and wanted to do it and the gentleman who runs that michael cassidy is our uh director of of multimedia production. And so he's been working with them for like weeks and weeks and weeks ahead of the show to prepare for, this is what a wrestling show looks like. This is how you shoot it. This is this type of cameras and angles we look for. Be prepared for this, be prepared for that. You know, the one thing they didn't plan for was Alberto and Swagger to become a brawl in the bleachers. So they were all just kind (laughs) of trying to shoot on the fly there, but Generally, yeah, the kids got involved and they, they loved it. Uh, one of the girls who is our head uh, hard cam operator is also happens to be in my APUS history class. And I talked to her the Monday after the show and I said, Destiny, what do you think? And she just lit up. She's like, I loved it. I want to do it again. I was like, awesome. And we will.
0: That's great. You know, honestly, I was just about to bring up the fact that I think, oh, uh, young woman named destiny helped us find like extra chairs and i wanted to put her over really <laughs> quick i don't know if that's the same person
1: uh, it it's well a very could
0: unique be. name yeah it probably is but uh yeah shout out to destiny for helping us find extra chairs and send us up in a corner near an outlet
2: good job destiny
0: <laughs> great um so uh anything that you can tell us about the this warrior wrestling too
2: yes i can uh i can officially reveal the date it is Sunday, September 2nd, and I was actually just reading The Observer this morning, and, and Dave ran that in The Observer, and so we hadn't said it publicly yet. We've told it to some of the performers that we're talking to, but I was like, well, Uncle Dave let the cat out of the bag, so ooh, Sunday, ooh. September 2nd, <laughs> Dave, oh, no worries. I'm happy to, happy to be mentioned by, by the right. man himself. Um so Sunday, September 2nd, looks like we're going to run an evening show. We'd originally considered a matinee, but we're going to do an evening, I believe. And it is Labor Day weekend. It's also obviously the day after All In. So we will be doing uh, a couple of things like we did the first time around to try to draw both the families and the casual WWE fans, as well as draw some of those diehards who are coming in for All In. So you should okay. be on the lookout for some graphics and tweets and Facebook messages rolling out in the next couple of weeks from us basically telling people if you're coming for All In, stay in for a great indie show the day after.
0: Wow, you're already thinking so far ahead. I love it. Are there any uh, potential talent we might see on All In wrestle for you the next day?
2: That is very possible. And okay. we are not able to confirm names yet at this point, but I, I will tell you straight up yes. not There will be <laughs> multiple people that you see on All In who will also be... In
1: Warrior Wrestling Two, the day after. Wow, I'm very excited now. Um, I ju- we just got to make sure that the um, the website that's going to sell the tickets it's able to uh, take in all those scalpers that are going to try to get all these <laughs> yeah, you know, right. tickets and, and resell.
2: Yeah, if anybody wants to scalp our tickets, you're invited to. Please do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Great. Um, and I saw and I know I saw you at Zello, uh, this past Sunday. So first of all, I think that it's cool that you know you're going you i've seen you at these shows and that you're sure. involved in the community i've I've said that before and i'll say it again that it makes you obviously just more likable in general um well, thanks but yeah but were you uh looking at any talent that was uh adzolo and potentially anyone in particular for warrior wrestling yes too?
2: yeah so i actually so I, i've always kind of been going to shows for forever i mean i started Gosh, when I was in high school, we went to the LWF, the Lunatic Wrestling Federation, which was, of course, the original home of CM Punk. They ran in the right. Lothian Rec Center. They ran at Tinley Park High School. They ran in Crestwood. And so I've been going to indie shows easily 16, 17 years. And so that's always kind of continued. But prior to three weeks ago, I was always just some dude over there with his buddy in the crowd. And now I'm the guy who promoted Warrior Wrestling. So there's there's right. a little bit different of uh interaction with people. Um But yeah, I went, I did a triple shot last weekend. I did freelance, I did Zello, and I did Evolve. And at all three, yeah, at all three, I was talking to people, enjoying the shows as I always do, but talking to people about, hey, you know, here's who we are, if you're interested and here's what we're thinking. So there's, there's another level to me going to wrestling shows now, besides just enjoying a night out
1: it's it's really smart you know like obviously you going out to the shows enjoying a good show and if you have the opportunity to network and you know get some talent over to warrior wrestling i think it's it it looks like a bright future i mean we saw the results of night one at warrior wrestling and we're definitely looking for so then the question is i guess Mm -hmm. are there going to be different names for the shows or is it just going to be warrior wrestling one two Right now, we're we, so there's a,
2: an internal debate raging about whether it needs a subtitle or not. Um, it's definitely going to be called Warrior Wrestling 2. Whether it has a subtitle is up for debate. Uh, I don't know if they'll be numbered always going through or if, if 3 will just get its own title apart from the numbering system. We've not quite gotten that far. Um, yeah. But the second one will at least be called Warrior Wrestling 2.
0: Great. And are you, are you feeling any added pressure? As of right now, I mean, you might not feel any right now, or you just kind of, let's just, we you know, make minor tweaks, and uh, as long as it benefits the school, that's fine with me.
2: Uh, it's a combination of both, actually. So I feel okay. less, I feel more pressure to put on a high-quality show, because, you know, we were so lucky in that the first show was so well-received that... We can't let people that like we we did it wasn't perfect by any means, but we think we did a pretty darn good job, and so we better do as good or better of a job content-wise for show two. So from a content standpoint, there's definitely some pressure to say like, all right, you showed on your first show ever, your group can put on X degree of a show. Now you got to keep it up. From a promotion standpoint, the pressure is off. I think significantly because people know we're a known commodity now. When we started, and you guys and I talked Mm -hmm. about this, gosh, weeks or months ago, when we started, we were just a poster that showed up out of nowhere for an organization that no one had heard of that no one was sure if it was a real thing. And so from a promotion standpoint, like now we exist. Like we have a show. We will shortly have an online video of the whole show to point to, to say like, this is us, this is what we do. There were 850-something people that, that saw it. It was real, and it was pretty darn good. So pressure is off from a promotional standpoint but it's on from a quality standpoint
0: great yeah that makes a lot of sense uh well we want to thank you just for um letting us do the fan fest and let us you know come to the of second course. one uh and just be a part of uh the this wrestling uh this wrestling show that you're building and giving back to the school and talking to anyone and everyone that we can so thank you
2: of course. Thank you guys for helping and spreading the word about the show. And you have a standing uh, invitation to be part of Warrior Wrestling 234, whatever the heck we call them. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks. All right.
3: Uh, and I appreciate your time today as well. I am Mo Lightning. I am the host of pretty much all the podcasts at WrestlingAudio.com.
0: Wrestling. So is that a network? Or is that a, it's, a, it's a website
3: that has it's a It's a website that has numerous podcasts that okay. uh, there's been talk of doing a network.
0: Okay. How does that even work? How do how do you even how does that even start? Like. Because everybody wants to have their own podcast,
3: right? Yeah. Everybody wants one. There's 7 million.
0: We like to say there's 7 million of us.
3: Yeah, pretty much. So, like,
0: we try to find ways. I'm sure you do, too. Like, try to find ways to stand out or be different, Mm -hmm. which is difficult. And, like, going to Warrior Wrestling is one of those ways.
3: It it, it helped out. I worked for Comic-Con for a couple years. Cool. So I made a lot of connections there. So I know who I can trust to host good podcasts and who Uh, may be a little shakier. So, of course, I'm going to try to encourage those people to come on into the network.
0: Absolutely. So... The theme of our podcast um, is wrestling as a buffet, mm-hmm. and just because there's so much good wrestling out there, and people like different things. So we have a buffet line in I front of s- I you. I see this. Yes, um, and We're there's still, still a ton this. of questions left.
3: I see that, too.
0: So do you want to just go down salad bar to hot plate to dessert? We haven't sure. Had, we haven't had anyone go through the full buffet line. I don't yet, think so. Not yet. Okay, All right, great. let's
3: do this. All right, let's do
0: a salad bar question.
3: Your salad looks a little stale. <laughs> I apologize for that.
0: We could probably add, like, a couple croutons in there. You probably
3: could. You know, Let's here's here's
0: on. a question that I know that's in the salad bar, but we haven't got to it, is what is your favorite ingredient in a salad?
1: What is a must-have? in
3: a salad? Um, that's not the question on here. It's, but It's the cheese. Mm-hmm. It's the cheese. I'm, cheese. A, I'm a big Caesar salad guy, so without Same. Parmesan cheese, what's the problem?
0: Uh, have you had Portillo's chicken Caesar salad? I have not. One of my favorites. I, I, I don't have know. any
3: of that in my in my city, so because yes, I'm a couple hours oh, south of here, yeah. so we've been begging for one, but we don't have it yet.
0: I know, like, well, uh, I don't, no, you're Springfield, right? Yes. Um, I went to school in Bloomington-Normal at ISU, okay. so mm-hmm. that's still a little farther from you, like at least a couple hour drive, right? Yeah, it's about an hour and a half. Maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, they're, getting, they're getting one there, so if you're ever in Bloomington-Normal, that
3: might be your closest. I do toy hunting all over, so <laughs> I'll probably check one out. there.
0: Fantastic. Okay. <laughs> the question that I picked up was, "Who's your favorite baby face and why?" My favorite baby face. You can say why? we don't
3: have to limit it to WWE too. No, I, okay. Hmm. Do I do mind the clock? No, can I, I mean take my no. time with this I, buffet. I'm not in a rush. Okay, all right, just making uh, sure. I know. mean, I'll
0: probably hit the toilet before Thir- I go into the <laughs> show, but I'm not in a rush.
3: Thirty seconds. Favorite baby face.
0: Um, I'm gonna cue these up, for these other ones up for you too. <sighs>
3: Let me see here, because right, I, I, I I think instinctually I go towards the males. But okay. I don't know if there's really any okay. solid males right now. I think um, as baby faces, as baby faces. Well, Gargano comes to mind. Oh, Gargano is a really good one. Yes. Yeah. I was thinking main roster. I'm starting at the top, and then I was going to move bit. absolutely, yeah. You know, I, I'm I'm going to call Daniel Bryan because okay. he's a very Gargano-esque absolutely. right there. Yeah, just came yeah. back, so he qualifies, of course. Uh, just Talk about the ultimate underdog—the guy that connects with the crowd no matter what he does. Absolutely,
0: absolutely. That's a great. Uh, that's, that's, that's a, a good answer. answer. Um, I don't All know right. High play. High play was next. Yep. <laughs> who is who is more to blame? Ooh. There's a lot of people to blame for this what happened. <laughs> Who's is, who is the most per, the most to blame for the Montreal screw job? The Montreal screw job. Most percentage of blame if you had to pin
3: it on one person. Oh, that's a good question. I like this one a lot. That's a good hot play question. Um you know, I'm going to I'm going to put it all on Vince. Okay. I'm going to put it on Vince McMahon because because was he's in charge right because he made the call yes okay he orchestrated all of it. fantastic mm-hmm. now hebner's not gonna break it on his own no michael's I mean, as pompous as he was back then isn't is, gonna yeah. break it on his own
0: and if i was hebner i would do what the boss says
3: right right probably exactly it's I a mean, terrible I mean, thing and that, and, yeah you got and no, and no choice Brett probably yeah. didn't handle things the best nobody nope. nobody comes out unscathed. <laughs> absolutely yeah. this is like most yeah most but, percentage but of blame. Vince, he could just said like write it off he just could have let him ride off into the sunset and be fine and there wouldn't have been an incident yes but the idea had to come from somewhere
0: okay i think that's a very good answer i think it's a very good answer um
1: all right some dessert the dessert
0: what's
3: Mm. your favorite wrestling chant my favorite wrestling chant it's very very new my favorite one right now is beat the traffic oh (laughs) from backlash (laughs) Last weekend. Oh, that's right. Oh. <laughs> the the that's Roman right. Reigns that's match funny. against Samoa Joe, and I hate that Joe was attached to this. And actually, Roman's a really nice guy. I've worked with Roman numerous times at mm-hmm. Comic-Con. Uh, really nice guy, but the yeah. crowd chanting, Beat the traffic during the main event of a pay-per-view. Is just, it's creative. It's creative. Timely. Uh, although, I'm trying to think of another one. That one just cracks me up. Um, I think crowds are taking over too much. I think a lot of crowds are trying to make it about themselves. They're trying to become a part of the show. Which, If you're spending the money, I ain't going to stop you. But the you deserve it chance or the this is awesome chance when... It's really not awesome.
1: Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you get those some <laughs> or that
3: you deserve it for anything nowadays. It's cool that people want to feel so included. Do you think so they're
1: oversaturated?
3: I do. Okay.
0: I do. Yeah,
1: like I so we've heard you deserve a chance in the indies when people get called up, right? Sure, so that's sure. cool. That's a cool chant. To me that makes sense, yes. But not. I, I think not it was when
3: Alexa Bliss won her second championship, the crowd started chanting you deserve it oh. when she had already oh, won yeah, yeah, yeah. a women's title. It's like Okay, I'm not saying she doesn't deserve Overkill. it. But <laughs> but yeah, that may have been a bit much of a chant. Yeah. Yes.
0: Uh, well, my least favorite thing that at least in independent shows, and I don't know if you've seen this, but I guess I can handle. I can handle like the chanting of that. Yes, mm-hmm. timing matters on it. Sure. And good comedic timing matters. Um, but there, there are some fans that just don't. I guess my recommendation would be to anyone is don't put yourself before the product when you're in the stands right. chanting and like mm-hmm. there are some people it gets really bad at shimmer i don't know if you've ever been up to a shimmer sure, show sure. not that the shim not that the product that shimmer puts no right is i get bad. what you're saying yeah but there are people who like and maybe it's because it's male is trying to stick out on a feet to a female mm-hmm. roster but it gets really bad up there of of and they're not necessarily chance but it's like right i heard
1: last last like show like, they actually like somebody like stood up and kind of like ended that because I, I kept hearing that that it gets bad or whatnot. The one that I went to, someone said something, and then everyone chanted at the the
0: bad guy in the situation of and mm. made him feel. Because we wanted all everyone wanted at to stop. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah I so think you not not
3: to focus or dwell on the negatives too much, no. but the uf'd up chance.
0: Okay, oh, that's right. always
3: bothered me the whole time I've been watching for the thirty plus years of my life. I've been watching pro wrestling. The uf'd up chance because I would hate it if I was working and then somebody pointed out to me that yeah. I uf'd up. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if millions of people are watching. <laughs> you effed up. Okay. Yeah. I already know this. Thank you for that. <laughs>
0: Imagine if you walked into your boss's office after uh, a week of work and he just started saying, You effed up. Right. <laughs> right. It's like, okay. Well, there. that happens, right? Whatever.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, if we had, if we flubbed a line here, mm-hmm. then all these other people in line for <laughs> Alberto El Patron started saying, You effed up. You effed up. It's like, okay, we already know. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> We're going to edit this out later.
0: Um, you want to do one more? Sure. Absolutely. Let's do one more. Why not? What, what, what I like the hot. Play. The hot plate was hot a good play? Play? Okay, cool. Ooh. Okay, I'm going to make this a two-part question. Oh. Who is the biggest independent draw for you right now? Okay. And the second part is one wrestler specifically that made you um, come to the show that – Obviously you're here for other reasons sure, um, sure and good reasons yeah. for professional reasons but like as a fan, who do you who's the one who made you like oh
3: I really want to see this person tonight so we'll do the first one mm-hmm. the, the biggest independent draw which I, I'm sure some people to argue how independent they are at this point uh bullet club Cody Rose. okay Okay. I mean, you could argue they're not, depending on New Japan, Ring of Honor, kind of what your mentality is. How yes. do you
1: define who's right. indie, right? But, but, but if, even then, they hate the
3: term indie anyway. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Correct.
0: But before he signed that exclusive, he was going to a lot of places, mm-hmm. like
3: making his rounds. So he, like, Right. Yeah. I, I think Cody's been brilliant for this industry. I, I agree. Yeah. I honestly agree. I, I, and I think that's why I, I, I really want to point him out, single Cody Rhodes out or Cody out, uh, because he also showed this industry. He showed the WWE stars. You can have life outside of that company now. Right. Yeah, impact may not be huge. Ring of Honor may not be as financially successful as mm-hmm. you want them to be, but you can still make money. It's like yeah. he
0: went over a different part of the buffet line, and then everyone was like, oh, that looks good. What is he eating? <laughs> what is he eating
3: over there? And then it's like, he oh, he shows there's a life. I mean, uh, who knows about Jack Swagger? If, if Swagger, who's at this show, is he would he here? Would have left. I think so. Okay. I don't think he was in this meet and greet, but I think he's, I mean, he's oh, scheduled okay. to be here anyway. Great.
0: All right. I think I just heard Kirby.
3: Uh, but do you want to obviously plug your website before you go? Yeah, 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 wrestlingaudio.com. Okay. Um, we've been doing it for 12 years now. 12 uh, years, that's over, great. Over, were, uh, you sh-
0: were you like, see, so you're on that end of the spectrum, and we're like a year and
3: a half in, so like. That's good, though. I you think guys, it's cool that we you guys, can like, You guys got a, a gimmick.
0: Yeah. You guys go. have a
3: persona with this. And I think that's great. Yeah. That's wonderful. I'm 12 years in and I have no idea what I'm doing. So. I, I don't agree
0: with that. <laughs> no. I, I, I thought your warrior wrestling interview was fantastic. Thank and you. I think you yeah. have a perfect voice for I this. I appreciate and that. And demeanor. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Well, it was awesome. very nice to meet you. Thank and keep you. Up the great work. We'll
3: have to we'll have to have you on an official show here soon. We'd love it. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thank you.
1: All right. So there you have it. That was our warrior wrestling aftermath with Steve, promoter of warrior wrestling Uh, Now we know that we are going to have Warrior Wrestling 2. This will happen on September 2nd, a day after All In. So let's be on the lookout. Any information we get, we'll share with everyone. Uh, For now, we'll put links in in the description uh, to Warrior Wrestling social media uh, so you can stay up to date and hopefully we'll see you there. This interview was also followed up by Mo from Wrestling Audio. As you heard, Mo is the host of many podcasts uh, hosted by Wrestling Audio. Uh, check out all their content at WrestlingAudio.com and let them know that you went over there and checked them out because you heard of them through Two Heels Interface. a Face. I'm sure they'll appreciate that. Um, Alright, you can check us out online at twoheelsinterface.com. We have plenty of links for you to click around there. Uh, upcoming Chicago wrestling shows, past Chicago wrestling shows with results on those events. Uh, we also have uh, random wrestling stuff on there. Um, our previous podcast recordings with you know some wrestlers, some some friends, fans. So, yeah, check that out. Let us know what you think. Uh, if you want to let us know what you think, you can always shoot us an email at info at 2 That's number 2 com. Um, you can also check us out on social media. Uh, Twitter and Instagram is 2 Facebook as well, 2 um, I think we're pretty consistent with that branding, 2 number 2, heelsinterface and then you can just make sure you are subscribed make sure you rate make sure you review uh on itunes on soundcloud and on stitcher i'm sure there's other channels that we need to be on we'll get on that but for now that's where we are thank you